Welcome to that podcast, episode 99L. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me what time it is. Oh, it's good to be back, kid. Good to be back, kiddo. Anything happened while we were gone? Any anything? Any major life milestones that may have may or may not have happened? During- no. no, nothing, nothing, right, nothing. Oh, Pat Hughes wished me happy birthday. He did, by the way. Happy birthday, Jason. By the way, Thank officially you, sir. on the podcast. I know it was yeah. uh, a few days ago, but uh, hey, it's been a bit. It's the whole month of May, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, especially hitting the Silver Age. So, because <laughs> yeah. I will be I see doing, what you did there. I'll be doing it in about uh, no, is it four, six weeks? Well, yeah, weeks, something like that. Yeah. Uh, welcome hey, in. We, we don't have to social distance that one. No, I don't think so. <coughs> not, not according to old yeah, uh, old old Pritzy, our guy. Yeah, we'll see. And yeah, there's a big will. big hugabaloo down here. Um, so you're far enough south to where it doesn't really matter to you, but uh, we're being lumped in with Chicago, like we're in the same region. Yeah, the thing we complain about is Rockford, but I, I see your point. You guys are lumped in with Rockford. Yeah, man. What? Yeah, there's only four regions. Yeah, I guess so. That's kind of dumb. Yeah, Peoria, we in Peoria are over there. Over Peoria, there. Peoria makes sense. Right, Champagne mm-hmm. makes sense. I, those I get, but Rockford. Oh, yeah, they're always trying to screw you. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but there's, uh, I believe, even our county board is petitioning Pritzker to get out of being connected with Chicago. Dude, it is one more week. I know. I looked at the website yesterday, yes. and he's like, "Every re- all four regions are on pace to move to phase three. Correct. At the end of the month. Just 10 days, fucking brother. Yes. You've waited this long. <laughs> I know. What's 10 more fucking days? Dude, that is what I do not understand. Why people are. Me neither. I don't get it. I mean, the legal ramifications alone for, you know, jumping in before the shelter in place is over. I mean, you're opening yourself up for lawsuit after lawsuit. Okay. Yeah. It's not a pandemic podcast, is it? It is not. But I do have a a pressing question. Yeah. All right. When when that day comes, the 29th, right? It's nine days away. Yeah. As we record this on on May 20th. Um, Will you be opening the library? Uh, Is that part of the dealio? No. Okay. No, uh, staff is back June 1st. We start asking people to bring their materials back June 8th. And then the 15th, we uh, start curbside service. Well, that's, well at least that's But good. as far as unlocking the doors, that's not going to happen for quite a while. Okay. All right. I was just curious as to how you were handling Oh, we're starting fitness. to feel the heat now, though, brother. I bet. I'm sure brother, you are. Brother. I'm sure you are. Um, I mean, just because of our region, um, there are Trumpers that think that, you know, why is anything closed? Correct. The only problem is in Chicago. Oh. Open everything else up. Yeah. Yep. 
So there's yeah. that. I agree. And, and that's the way it is here too. Like oh, man. people here, like the, I believe even to the point that the county sheriff uh, here in Grundy County, I believe is not going to arrest or ticket anybody for having graduation parties or anything like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, what they said here was um, wearing masks mm-hmm. or, um, right. I guess, right? ga- just any, like, random gathering. Right. But I, I think they'd still bust, um, like, parties and stuff. Apparently not. Not, not in Grundy County, anyway. Yeah. So there you go. That's that. But that, that's a dump. That's I'm it. not wearing a mask. It's my right. It's in the name of him. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You socialist stay. <laughs> oh, Lord. But that's well, not why people tune America, in. Amigo. That's right. Oh. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so baseball, Jay. Let's, uh, let's think of happy. Yeah, happy I've got glabbing thoughts for you. Did you did you see, TG, see this? No, you hear I, this? I did not. I did not. Oh, the possible I, former Bruin Tom Glavin. Sure. Boston Bruin, he was drafted by the Bruins. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I, I did not know that. Yeah. Apparently, really All good right. hockey player. But anyway, I digress. Okay. Well, here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 94, 95 lockout or, yeah, right? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. whatever whatever Ish. that was. Ish. Sure. And um, so Glavin said any chance that he got where somebody would give him five or ten minutes on a screen, he would sit down and try to explain um, labor or the player's uh, side of things. And he thought, you know, the more people I can explain why we're doing this to, the more people we can bring over to our side and and swing it our way. Correct. And what he is telling players today is that will never happen. He goes, I was ridiculous thinking that that was actually a thing at the time. He goes, the intention of it was good to try to get information out to people, but... Nobody cares. I believe that people, and I think it's even worse now because people are unemployed. Yeah, and I think so if they're if they're hearing that some you know some cat doesn't want to work for millions of dollars, yeah, no, uh, no sympathy, none, no. And he he said he said, and you may be a hundred percent right in this case. He said, from what I've seen and what I've heard, you are correct in taking the stance that you are taking. Just know that nobody's going to be behind you on this. Everybody sees it as billionaires versus millionaires. Yeah. No matter if it's the little guy, the the major league minimum guy. Right. You know, and the they always have of the world. Even in good times, right? And I almost started singing it. Anyway, um but with people out of work and this going on and nothing else going, I mean, you know, right. you're bored, you're angry and you're broke. And some guys telling you that He's not going to do this because he feels it is a risk right. to his life, which it is. I mean, um, the champion of video baseball of this year, um, Tampa Bay Rays pitcher. Blake Snow? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, went off oh, yeah, the other day. Did. Yeah, he did. I mean, and you know what? God bless him, man. Yeah, he windsocked himself, too, by the way. Oh, how's that? He put out a I, – I forget what's – the his his latest rant was but uh-huh. he did a rant back in March. Oh. Was the complete opposite of the rant. 
that he. I don't care. I'm going to play. I don't, blah blah blah. I think that's what it was. You and know, March, he's like, I don't need your beer to beer. And then now it's like, well, I'm not going to endanger myself and whatever. Okay, I all right, I get that. Yeah. And but it, it goes back to our discussion about um, Ad Rock and the Beastie Boys. Yes. Where you know the song "Girls," and then later on they're like, "Oh, you can't be evolved. You sang that song, and you stood behind it then." And he's like, "Well, no, I I can change. I can see the error of my ways and say I was wrong." Right. Exactly. And I think I'm better for it admitting that now. Right. And I I don't know if Snell did that or not. I didn't hear any kind of hearkening back to March in the last one that he put out. Yeah. But well, he didn't. He's like, this is my life. And anybody that tells me to shut up and play and take my money and do whatever, right. he's like, this this will stay in my body forever. Yeah. I'm not doing it. He's not wrong. I know. <laughs> like, like, I, it's... But it's, it goes back to what Glavin said. Right. He goes, you can be 100% correct, but it's going to be, you know, yelling in a hurricane. Very much. Very much yelling in a hurricane. And so uh, I was listening to Cap... Well, I was on my drive, and he had a, a no shat, no shat, an interview with Tim Kirchin. Tim Kirchin, without his shirt on, he's totally ripped. <laughs> totally ripped. Anyway, <laughs> he's saying that it changes from day to day. Like it's literally, you know, one minute it, there's no shot it's going to happen, then the next minute it's definitely going to happen, and they're just you have to wait to see if it plays out. Yeah, well, there's a shelf life on this thing. There I is. mean, if they don't get this done in two weeks, it's it's over. I got to think. And the way I hear it from the players is they would rather, well, they want to get paid, A, but they would rather not play at all than play in front of no one. Correct. And I also believe, but they are more willing to do that than the owners are. Yeah. Because, well, Jason, I don't know if you heard this or not. I'm, I, this is what I read. The, Cub, this? the, about this? the Cubs... Seventy mm-hmm. percent of their revenue from game day. Oh my god! Seventy percent. Saw that. Seventy. Seventy percent. Oh my! Did, it wasn't Levine that put that up on Twitter. Yes, Who tweeted was. that? No, it was. Oh, Levine. was it? Yeah. Oh my god. Seventy. I believe we both responded to him. What marquee money doesn't spend? Correct. Or? Yeah, yeah. Seventy percent of their game day money come or their money comes from game day sales, according to the Ricketts. Oh, which is bullshit. The the major yeah. league average is around thirty. Because their their wet green hands are from something else. Correct. Not uh, yeah. Correct. Just printing it. Yes, they are. <coughs> their house smells like ink. God damn. And they net they own a network. Yes, yes, they own a network, and it's going to be an Xfinity. It's just yeah, it's it just will. A, it's a matter of time. Yes. As soon as baseball announces, it'll get Correct. done. Yeah. So because people are going to want to see the fucking Cubs. I just, I signed up for Hulu two months early. Oh, to get the old marquee? Yeah, just to have access to it. And I'm just like, I did. I, I saw that, and I felt so bad for Cubs fans to have to deal oh with that. Oh, God, it's malarkey. Ridiculous. You know, and I, I will give Cap props for this. He's like, listen, I'm not player. I'm not owner. I'm, I'm you know, oh, I'm for baseball. I, he goes, I, just listen. If you want this sharing, open the books. Show them. Show them what you've got right now. The real you want to be a partner with somebody. Yes. Not not the the fake ones. Not the Vince McMahon not, ones. Yeah, I was going to say, not the WWE no. books. Not the cooked books. Correct. But the real ones where, you know, you say, listen, we'll split the profits right down the middle for the rest of this season for half a year, and we'll start over after that. Right. But the real problem comes, and <laughs> I guess, you know, obviously hindsight, hindsight's twenty twenty. No one fucking saw this coming except for... Who was it that predicted this? 
Mm. I, like four or five years ago. I, whatever. Yeah. I, what, yeah. I it might have been Bill Gates. Anyway. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and then he, yeah, and then he bought it, bought it and closed it. Correct. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, no, you, nobody can see this coming, but people that left money on the table last year, free agents, oh, betting on themselves me. for this season. <sighs> Sorry, man. Sorry, bro. That's, that is... Having the winning lottery right. tickets go through the washing machine, yeah, and you would think you would think that you would the union that, would that money will never be the same. No. Nobody's going to get like a Bryce Harper deal again. No, I don't think so. I mean, what they should not, do, here's what here's what I would do if I if I were the union, I go okay, we'll agree to your terms for this season, but we want an extension, a one year extension of the CBA. Oh. It's supposed to expire at the end of this season. Exactly. Say that, and that's why you don't want to get to the end of the season on a brand new landscape. Correct. Right. Right. So you're I mean, at least at least try to buy yourself at least one year. Right. Because so that, after that, when this thing goes again, it's going to look way different. There's going to be no baseball. Yeah. If if yeah, it's going to be. I mean, if there's if there's no baseball this season, there's not going to be baseball for a while. Because simply because, yeah, of the and, fact that the CBA's up, and they will have done it to themselves. Yeah, they're backing themselves into a corner. Exactly. It's I like, mean, remember how hard it was? We had to have fucking steroids bring it back five years after, you know, the yeah, short after the, the last shortened one. season. Yeah, and it, it, these guys just don't. The owners just want to pay out as little as possible, and the players want to make as much as possible. <laughs> And that's just it's business. <laughs> that's the way the world right? is. Right? Yeah. Like they don't, they, the, the, the players have no interest in, a, in any cap at all. None. Even right. if it's half, even if it's more than half. Right? Yeah. So if they came back, if the owners came back and said, okay, listen, we want a salary cap, but we're willing to give you guys 55% of the revenue. We'll take 45. You guys have 55. So you guys are going to make more money than we will. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? Yeah, the the players wouldn't want it. No, because they're that's limiting the amount of money they can make. Correct. Even though it's going to kill the sport, and I would think that a hundred million is bigger than zero. But that's it, man. I mean, they're playing chicken. Uh, you know, it's going to be what's the lowest amount we can give you before you crack and cave and right. We go right. But, but hey, you know, like you know, Ricketts needs that game day money, so there you go. Oh my god, Jerry! I mean, there's so few people that go to White Sox games. Jerry, Jerry makes all his money from an, either investments or TV money. Sure, like th- having no fans is no big deal to the South Side. No, like so that is true. <laughs> I mean, this season, I'm sure they sold a lot more tickets in advance. There were more season oh, right. ticket holders. People are jumping on the bandwagon now, mm-hmm. so that you know, f- from a season ticket standpoint, so that they don't have to get. They don't have to worry about it going forward when the team is allegedly supposed to be good. And you're right. I mean, if things are the way they are, playing in front of no one, the realigned divisions, I mean, all of these things, right. if that's all correct, mm-hmm. why not extend the CBA one year, play a half a year, get it done, and then come back next spring and, you know, we'll have a redo of, of this year. Right. But I don't know if they want that. I don't know if the owners want that. Be honest with you. Well, it it doesn't sound like it. No. But the the most, I mean, before you know, Ricketts crying poor. Um, 
the most that I saw from any other team was 30% that they relied on yeah. for, for game day I think money the average and, and is, tickets. I think the average is 30, some yeah. maybe as high as 35, but 70? Yeah. Come on. No. Come on, dude. No, I mean, and then Wrigley Field is crazy busy, and they sell a shit ton of beer at 10 bucks a glass, and yeah, when they pay probably 50 cents a glass, spend 50, to, 50 cents to make 10 bucks a glass. Fine. Okay, whatever. I, I understand that. But with the marquee network and the local, and before that, when you owned a piece of Comcast and everything, yeah, or NBC Sports Chicago, whatever, mm-hmm. like you're telling me that you didn't break even just from TV revenue? Oh, come on, easily, yeah, come on, man, and all and like the merch sales that the Cubs get. And we talked before that uh, record profits last year, not yes. sales, profits. profits, right? Yes. So if yes. if you know to to hang on for half a year and do this, do the fucking right thing. Yeah, just get it going. Just figure it out. Like today, that was it. That was Cap's surmise of the whole thing. Just figure it out. Like, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Well, that's been the other thing too. Um, I was surprised how candid they were early on because Cap always. I mean, originally he kind of took the side of management or ownership, and yeah. I don't know if that comes for working with uh you know nbc sport chicago or mm-hmm. whatever it is but you know he's like we had to take pay cuts here significant ones yes i mean like he made a point of saying that yeah and he's like you know it was it was our choice to do it we we still come to the studio every day because we feel we better do a better show that way um part of me thinks that it's probably because he's a uh, full-on red state but yeah. uh you know, whatever he goes, but some people chose not to, some people thought it would be safer to stay and do it from their home studio yes. and they have them. So, yeah. you know, but everybody took a cut. I mean, Absolutely. And I think that's what the players were saying originally too, is, Hey, we agreed to a cut. We already we did. all said, and yeah, we already did that. Right. And don't come back and cut say, us. we're going to have to take more. Like, no, yeah, we're not doing that. So but, that on, yeah, um, go ahead. on the ESPNs, uh, they have a list of, uh, COVID cases in baseball jurisdictions. Okay. So, like, you know, cases per 100,000 people. So that's that's the metric they used. Sure. Um, the highest would be Bronx County. Sure. Which would be where the Yankees. Beyond Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,034 cases per 100,000 people. Wow. Uh, second would be, let's see, Queens County. <laughs> where the Mets <laughs> where play. Where the Mets play. Uh, 2,624 cases per 1,000. And then it drops off significantly to, uh, believe it or not, Suffolk County in Boston. Huh. 2,050 cases per 100,000. Uh, and then it's the coup in the sock in Cook County, 1,208 cases per 100,000 people. St. Louis has to be up there. Uh, St. Louis, 523. Oh, I guess not. Uh, the other ones with 1,000 is Philadelphia County. Mm-hmm. Uh, District of Columbia, Wayne County, which is in which is Detroit. Those are the only ones with over a thousand per hundred. Wow, yeah. L.A. really dropped. L.A. is ridiculously low. I was yeah. shocked. Yeah. So Los I mean, Angeles County, where the Dodgers play, it's only three hundred and seventy-eight cases per hundred thousand people. That makes you wonder, doesn't it? Get this: Orange County is only one hundred and thirty-eight. Cases yeah. per hundred thousand people. Well, because California put on lockdown early, they did. But I also hate this stuff that I was reading lately about um, states not 
you know, giving the correct figures. Right. So they could move forward and, and get open quicker. Mm-hmm. I, you know, again, I don't know. Uh, it, it, all this fucking, and I, I, I'm not going to say fake news because I hate that. Correct. But anything that you already believe that you read, you automatically take as fact. Right? Yes. On either side. Correct. It's, it's like there's no truth anymore. It's like there it's it's a it's a concept that we once believed in where, you know, the country decided if Walter Cronkite said it, then it was true. Truth is relative. Or if the president said it, it was true. Truth is relative. It is now. Yep. Alternative facts, my friend. I mean, it's all it, it probably always has been. Yeah. But we've never had the amount of data that we have now. True. Relative. And <laughs> so much yeah, so much of it that it's people don't care to check it anymore no right i mean yep. it used to be you had to have three sources before you would go to press with something now you just have now one. it's just be the no now it's just be the fastest right correct and you yep. know and and then print a retraction that no one will see in the age of twitter yeah who, who and somebody there's somebody out there that will always believe it yep. even if you show them you know printed facts in front of their face or, you know, their parent dies from right, this. Right. They'll say, no, I, you know, I, I saw one time that blah, blah, blah. So I think one of the plans was to Not play, to talk about this? Okay, good. No, no, no. Go no. ahead. To play, to play in Arizona, Texas, and Florida, right? Wasn't that also one of the plans? Originally, Originally yeah, but that was back when L.A., the governor of L.A. said, yeah, there's not going to be anything live here until 2021. Right. He uh, changed his stance today. Oh, he today. backtracked it today. Yeah, he backtracked yeah. it. Arizona, Florida, Cal- and California open for business right. in terms of like Cal- pro sports. California, New York, and Florida, yeah, all said that they would go. I mean, the, again, relative truth, right? Mm-hmm. The numbers dictate that's probably correct. Sure. Right? Right. Like, there's no way that you should have games in New York. You should no. not have games in New York. Mm-mm. But if you want to have a bunch of games in Tampa, knock your socks off. Arizona sure. Arizona has 161 cases per 1,000 in Maricopa County. That's it. Seems pretty fair to me to have it there. Miami is pretty high. They're 576. But Tampa is only 105. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's going to have to be a case-by-case basis and – I get, again, to, to wrap up our baseball talk, I understand both sides of the story. I really right. do. I, I I get where the owners are coming from. I get where the players are coming from. They're the ones that have to take the field. They're the ones that are going to have to be around their teammates, At risk. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Mm-hmm. And also pointed out by Dan Carrington, uh, there are eight umpires and seven managers who are over 60 years old. Yeah. Including Dusty, who's 70. Mm-hmm. Right in the window. And then there's players like Carlos Carrasco, who was diagnosed with leukemia. He takes medication every day. He had heart surgery. Yeah. His doctor told him to stay home, but he's working out. It's <laughs> just like, you know. And there's three players with type 1 diabetes, Scott Alexander, Adam Duvall, and Jordan Hicks. All have type 1, so they all have um, insulin pumps, I'm sure. Like Kenley Jansen had heart surgery. Like David... Doll had his spleen removed, shit like that, right? Yeah. I want something to happen because we all love baseball and we all want it to be back as soon as possible. However, right. however, there has to be some safety involved. And if if you're in a spot where it's proven, 
it's proven as fact, as fact can get, right, these days, right. that it's quote-unquote safe if it's below like 200 cases per 100,000 or something like that. I think that's right. I I would think that it would be safe to go back, maybe not with fans, but definitely go back to work, I would think. Right. But who knows, right? No, I think I think that's right because I think that phase for Pritzker puts us in the, you know, 50 people. Right. Together at a time, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm looking forward. To that. Yeah, well, I mean, the last we heard, though, right, was June 10th. They start spring training at everybody's home park. Yeah, it'd be okay. June 10th, June 15th, and then they would need a couple weeks. And then I thought they were all. I mean, they were just going to play within those divisions that they made. But do you, do you think that more people are talking about going back to the three states? I don't think. I don't think we're going back to three states. Okay, it doesn't sound like it. Okay. It would. I mean, the 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 infection rates seem to dictate that that'd be a good idea, but it's a logistics thing, right? You have to have all these guys away from their families, et cetera. So, I mean, there's it's other things involved here, right? Mm-hmm. Like these guys aren't going to, want to be away from their families for three and a half months, which is what it would take. So, right. I don't think that's going to happen. It, it's it's a good idea to get games in that way. Because you can play, you know, three, four games on a field at once. Not at once, but, you know, on one day. Sure. But Beer uh, league. Beer league, that's right. Yeah, you know who wasn't going to cross the uh, the picket line, though, my friend? Who, my friend? Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That's right, my friend. And that brings us to the close. The last, last dance. Yes. I love the way they ended it, too, by the way. It was good. A little PJ, little present tense, one of my favorite PJ songs. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I love that song. But it was a great way to end it. I thought so too. Yeah. The only real revelation that I didn't know, if that makes any sense, was the, now that it's over, is the when uh, Jordan went to go get Rodman. Like, I didn't know that happened. Oh, he, when he showed up and yeah. Carmen Electra is all naked in the bed and yeah, she's like, oh my God, Michael Jordan's here. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. It's been long enough. We got things to do. Let's go, kid. And then he, okay. <laughs> Getting the band back together. Exactly. Yeah, it was summing up Blues Awesome. Brothers. But that's really only <clears throat> revelation. A lot of it was more reminders than anything else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I had completely forgotten about the whole Scottie Pippen, ooh, my arm. And I, you know, and I forgot about the the contract. Right. I forgot. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I forgot how vocal he was about it. Right. At that time. I mean, I knew in, in 98 he was gone. And, you know, the fact that they ended up bringing him back to try to make it better and make it all nice. And, you know, Michael's got the enormous statue out front. And he's got that bust that looks like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> it's just. None of it was done well. Right in the monocle. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just not good, man. No. It, um, it, it wasn't. Yeah, I there there was a lot of it. I mean, we, and we've talked about it over the other episodes about how, you know, it was Jordan centric and he had final say on what was put in there and kind of the vibe and feel of the whole thing mm-hmm. and but how couldn't it be, right? Right. So he's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like what? Like I don't like what? Yeah. Grant went off, right? Didn't Horace go off? Yes. Horace did go off. Come on, man. Yeah. You don't have any rings without him. 
period, end of story, right? Absolutely. And, there's and always- you know, and that's what, you know, God, I, I go back to this and I think about all the, you know, all the excuses made for Krauss and everything about that. He didn't draft Jordan. He did not. And without him, they won nothing. Correct. Ever. Correct. They win Ever. nothing. They get nothing and like it. No, no, no. Well, I, and, like and, and have. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and another thing whatever. too is but. is, you know, everybody thinks they should have had one more go, after winning the sixth one. Right. Well, that's, that's that was that's something that was new to me. I don't know. I'd never heard Jordan's plan of bring yeah. us back for one year. Right. Let us keep proving it until we don't. Right. And which sounds nice, but um, that was something that Horace said, I think, yesterday on Cap. He said, uh, God, we're, co- we're becoming a Cap recap show. I know. No, no well, shot, we, don't no listen, we don't listen to the other side. So You're right. No, that's true. But anyway, Horace said there that um, there's no way Scotty would have come back for one year. Exactly. He's like, he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. He no, was never coming back. The, and the Bulls would have never paid him. Right. So, I mean, yeah, so and Jordan was saying, "Hey, bring us back one more year at at what you know we're currently making, and we'll all do it again." Scott, I don't think Scott. But there's no way. That. I don't think there. I, there's no way Phil Jackson would have fucking done that. I don't think so. Either. When Krause comes out and goes, he could go eighty-two and zero, and there will be a new coach for the Chicago Bulls next year. Then that's it. That is it. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of the story. I don't care. I, yeah. Right. That's the end of the story. If you have any dignity or respect yourself at all, I mean, the fact that he didn't torch them worse. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember like when he rode out of town after the season was over on a mic, on a motorcycle. My dad thought it was the coolest thing. And he's like, gosh, that just makes me sad, though. I wish they could have worked something out. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, me too. It would have been nice. But, but I mean, like, there's, like I said, man, Pippen's gone. Yeah. Like, Pippen. So that's done. Will not play another season under that contract. Right. I mean, he signed a one-year deal to play the one he had now, but I right. mean, he signed what sixty-eight million dollars or something like that when he signed with Houston. Some crazy, yeah. Bulls weren't going to pay that. No, come on. But I mean, and how many did he get? Two or three years with them at the end when he couldn't play anymore, um, and he was basically just kind of an ambassador on the bench. Exactly. Um, I want to say it might have been one. Okay, it might have been one, but he had a year at Houston like that too. Oh yeah, the last year of that deal, he, oh, was, he was he was sitting atrocious. a Yeah. Uh, let me find let me find his final numbers real quick for you here. We have uh, we have the technology. And then it was with Portland that the famous boxing pay per view story happened, which is just hilarious as shit. Yeah, so he leaves the bull in his bull, last season with the Bulls. So that was ninety seven, ninety eight, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the that was the last dance. This is the that's what this documentary was about. So he only played forty four games because his because ooh my arm, right? Uh, he averaged where points at? Oh, at the end, did nineteen points, five rebounds, and almost six assists a game. He goes to Houston, plays fifty games, and just. Trash. Four, 14 and a half points, six and a half boards, six assists. So not I mean that, but not superstar. That's not superstar. Superstars no, don't put up those kind of numbers. No, but he was brilliant in those playoffs, and I don't think they win without him. Probably true. I mean, minus the game where his back was. Right. 
Then he went to Portland for four years, played one season, 99-2000. He played the entire – he played every game. He played and he averaged 33 minutes a game. And then after that it was 64, 62, 64, and then he came back with the Bulls for a whopping 23 games, only starting six. Wow. He, he averaged five five 5.9 points a game, three rebounds, two assists. Wow. That's like almost Jermaine die level of of falling off. Fall earth. off. Yeah. A fall off the athletic earth. Has there ever been something as quick as Jermaine die, by the way? No. I can't remember a dude. No. And the fact that nobody would take a flyer on him. No. That's I mean, that's a story I really want to hear. I would love to hear the end story of Jermaine Die. I yeah. 100% agree. Because I, there's, there had to have been somebody out there that said that not only was this guy a, a major league player, he was you know a major league all-star. Oh, yeah. And there's got to be something that we can do to fix him. But, I mean, there were two years where I still thought that, you know, he was somewhat in his prime. I mean, he was like mid-30s maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was born in 74, and his last season was 2009. So he was 33. Okay, yeah. 33. 33. Yeah, that's right. So for the, for the uninitiated, Jay, let me just run through his stats for his final season. This drop-off is just, it's going to make your jaw drop. So... Pre-All-Star break. Let me find those numbers real quick. There it is. Pre-All-Star game. He was hitting 302. He had 20 bombs, 55 RBIs. His OPS was 1509 was his OPS. 1509. He had (laughs) 20 bombs, 15 doubles. He had 88 hits. He had 55 runs. He had 55 runs and 55 RBIs. So he was on pace for 100, 100. 100 RBIs, 100 runs. And then post All Star game, buck seventy nine, OPS of eight eighty seven, with uh, seven bombs, twenty six RBIs. Never played another at bat. Done. Career over. Yeah, and not by his choice. No, I mean he became a free agent, and, and that was it. No one. I mean, so obviously, I, I'm. I can hear the coach screaming at his whatever he's streaming through right now right. that it, juice but i don't think it was juice i think it was just he had he had a bad back or leg i believe cuz i think he broke he broke his leg on a foul ball but that was early in his career right um i think he had a bad back i just think he was busted up okay and that that was it and then but to have a first half like that it wouldn't shock me if he was on the juice for that first half that wouldn't surprise me because if yeah. he's dealing with an injury and he's trying to recover quicker and things like sure. that, it wouldn't shock me. But I mean, like these numbers are just the biggest drop off yeah, in a half a season to go from literally an MVP level of play to gone. I mean, you see months. it. <laughs> right. It's like, now Whoa. you see it yeah, from MVP caliber to below Mendoza. To call and, to done. Yeah. 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 Um, you see a drop off like that a lot of times, or at least you did in the steroid era, of guys that would fuck up their swings in the home run derby. Right. But not, I mean, nothing that compares to that. No. I mean, I was thinking like Bobby Abreu, that happened to. Um, there was two other people that. Uh, Brady Anderson was one. 
Oh, well, um, that was total juice. Yeah. Josh Hamilton was another. 50 homers for um, <laughs> a exactly. center fielder. Yeah, exactly. Josh Hamilton was another one. Yes. That, that killed it in the home oh. derby and then just. Bleh. But yeah, it's, so, I mean, back to. Maybe Beltray, too. Back to Pep, back to Pippin, but. Yeah. I mean, that's he had a Jermaine dialect drop off to me. Yeah. You know? But I mean, his was I. You know, Pippins was more age and uh, and health. Yeah, right. His better days were behind him. And the, but the, yeah, the speculation with Die was he at least had two to three years left of like pedestrian. Yeah, I mean, he, he major was league thirty three numbers for sure. But then just man. Whew. All right, before we get away from the last dance, though, mm-hmm. um, did that help? Or hurt the Bulls? You know, I heard this talk, uh, the the Cap was talking to Nick Friedel today about exactly this topic. It seems like, to me, it makes the Bulls look bad. Yeah. But it was, given the circumstance, given Scottie Pippen's contract, given... You know, just Kraus being hell-bent on putting his guy in. I got to think that it was an inevitability one way or the other. It's a no-win situation, seemingly, right? Yeah. Like, it seems like there's there's no way it could have continued, seemingly. I could be wrong, right? Right. Well, no, I mean, we already went through it that, you know, although the one extra year would have been nice – Right, they weren't. Scotty wasn't going to be there. They weren't going to win anything. Right. I mean, they they had to hold Rodman's attention together with, you know, string and let him go, chewing gum, let and him dis- let him disappear for a while. Tin foil, yeah. Which yeah. I mean, credit Jackson for uh, for understanding that. Yeah, man. I mean, and that's one of the things um, about Phil that was so amazing. In like when Del Harris was at uh, the Lakers, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That guy had. I want, you know, almost minus Jordan, obviously, but almost like that Bulls team level talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But he couldn't manage personalities. No. Mm-mm. And I mean, that, that is so much of it, it's, it's, especially it's, in today's sports. And it's going to be more of it going forward because, you know, we're a lot kinder, gentler society. Because, I mean, back in the day, the coaches and the players made almost the same amount of money. Way back yeah. in like in the eighties and seventies and shit, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. But now players look at their check and they know yeah. that coach isn't making what he's making. Not oh, even no. close to it. Exactly. I'm not listening to you. Listen, why would I listen to you? Like yeah. what do what do you bring to the table? Exactly. That's why people turn Jim Boylan out. So the Bulls turn Boylan out. Because what are you gonna fucking do? I mean, you've got to he's not got only no do they have to buy into Yeah, exactly. They've got to buy into your scheme. Yeah. And then um You've got to be able to manage their personalities. Yeah, which is something the current Bulls head coach cannot do. He's, no. That's not his bag. No. Yeah. No, he, he wants to yell at you and, you know, through fear, right, make you follow him. Exactly. And um, th- right. these guys laugh at him. They do. <laughs> we all do. Right? Yes. Don't we all? That guy's a fucking clown. He is a clown. All right. Okay. So back to the question. So Friedel said that ultimately it hurt him, but there wasn't anything they could do about it. Kind. Of, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, he said it, no question. And plus, there's 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Not what he said. I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm just saying they had that conversation. I forget what side he took, but I'm saying that like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good, but at the same point, given what they set off with to start that season, it wasn't yeah. there. There wasn't going to be anything else. And to be fair, to be yeah, fair, to be fair, the the current the new regime at the Bulls <clears throat> certainly has way more cred than Kraus did. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, you're you're absolutely right. But yeah. if I'm a player, I, I think to myself, A, why did it take so long? And B, Reinstorf's still there. That's true. I am still there. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. I would Jerry. Jerry. But Kraus isn't. I mean, like Yeah, I know. Like, it's such a different league too, right? Like between then and now. It's so oh, it's such a night and day. It's thing. almost apples to oranges. Yeah, it is. It's it's, com- it's a completely I mean, different. Think thing. what Gordon. Think what Jordan would score now. Oh my god! <laughs> not getting knocked to the ground. You're and not he could have played every- like three, three, four more years. Maybe. Oh man, he would light this league up. Oh, yeah, if he was playing now. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> I, no hand checking. The, right back in the mid, like mid eighties. You know, well, I, I guess from 60s on, but, it, you know, no blood, no foul. That's right. Like, refs will let shit go. That's right. Not now. No. These guys make way too much money. Yeah. Even the, even the 10th guy on the roster makes fucking $8 million a year. And it's guaranteed, baby. That's right. It is guaranteed. And, be, I mean, they have a salary cap, but at the same point, they make a shit ton of money. And there's right. only 15 guys on the roster. And we've talked about that before, too, as far as, like, profit sharing goes. The NBA is the most egalitarian league oh league yeah out there yeah i mean they have a salary cap but they just make so much money <laughs> like, yeah. like the, the product makes so much money that right. it doesn't matter that there's a salary cap because everybody's going to get paid everybody right every single person on that roster is going to get paid and they have it they have it rigged where the rookies come in for three years or whatever it is two or three years they make whatever little bit money they make and then they make a metric shit ton of money like that's just they prove that they prove that they're good, and then they make the money. That's how it works, <laughs> right? I mean, everybody everybody's chasing the second contract from whatever Everybody league they is. get into. Sure, but again, having it being guaranteed in baseball and basketball, right, and not in the NFL, right? I mean, Mitch's second contract. <sighs> Who knows, right? Who knows what it's going to be? Because it literally yeah. depends on what he does this season. Yeah, if he's on the and, bench, he's he's. It's costing him their dollars just floating by while he's sitting with the clipboard with him not playing. Well, you know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't play in camp, okay, so you don't, you, I know, I, I hear you, but you don't think that, um, him not playing, so you think like the guessing game of, well, maybe in a different scheme he would, he would work or, you know, he he would play differently for us, or I, I part of me thinks that showing less of the product might do him better moving on somewhere else. I mean, if he goes out there, uh, let's say that uh, Foles gets hurt sure. in preseason, mm-hmm. and he's got to play the whole year, okay. and he kind of does the same thing that he did last year. He gives right. you a couple flashes, and then yeah. the rest of it is Bleh. Better than Jason Jameis Winston, but if he's average Mitch, is what you're telling me. Yeah, if he's average Mitch, yeah, he probably or the, or, makes three to four million dollars as a backup somewhere. Okay, right. If he sits on the bench and doesn't do anything, he's going to make league minimum. 
Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, he's got to be able to prove he can do it. Okay. And if he's okay. on the bench, you, there's no way for him to prove he can do it other than sit there and hold the clipboard. Thank you for taking me there because that that initially was my question. That so because we bought so high on him, right? Is the reason that we continue to say, well, maybe there's something there. Correct. But now he's actually got to prove it for somebody else to buy in. Yes. Other, otherwise, one hundred percent. He he signs he's for fucked. league minimum, yeah. and then and then has to prove it. Right. Yes. Because wow. nobody's going to pay him money when he spent an entire year on the bench. He he has he doesn't have anything. Behind, he has no leverage. None. Zero. There's nothing you can point to in his career to go. Okay, he's a ten million dollar a year quarterback. Okay. Zero. Here's one. Here's one for you. Sure. Uh, Foles plays the majority of the season. Yep. Uh, gets hurt like we believe he will. Mm-hmm. Mitch plays two games. Mm-hmm. His quarterback rating is a buck twenty five in both of those games. He holds the clipboard the rest of the time. Yep. What but, what's the Bears his dollar value? Uh, the Bears go eight and eight and miss the second playoff spot. Then he's probably a five million dollar year player. Okay. I mean Scott Mitchell made eighty million dollars for having three good games. <laughs> Granted, right. it's a different league, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. But yeah, yeah, he's gotta go out and prove it week after week after week. And he can't do that on the bench. And that was Miami to Detroit? Correct. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, Nick Foles made a, is making money he's in Jacksonville. I mean, he restructured his contract here, but right. off of what, four or five good games, really? Playoff yeah. game? I mean, they were in the playoffs, to be fair. I was going to say, got him to the, got him I mean, to the it Super was, Bowl. Right, exactly. So, I mean, he's, you know, look at that money that uh, Flacco made. Ugh. And Joe Flacco Ugh. hasn't done shit. And he's not even the quarterback there anymore. No, did did the Broncos release him? Uh, don't. That's a great question. Let me let me look on. Let me take a look there and see if what we have him as marked as. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, guys like Joe Baltimore's Flacco, looking pretty smart, right? Now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think they're doing okay. <laughs> I think they're doing all right. Uh, he is not tied to a team, so he's a free agent. Yeah. Right wow. Now. So he's an assistant uh, quarterbacks coach. He's he, yeah. He's a, he's a quarterback coach. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe at his alma mater. Maybe he'll go back to Delaware and. <laughs> he's made his money bro <laughs> yeah. he doesn't need he probably does I not know. need to work but. and I shouldn't laugh at him right. um, but I mean like the Ravens would have kept him on for an, an extra year and to have him retire oh, as a Raven yeah, if they didn't, but he's like oh I want to compete for the spot I'm not going to be here if I'm the backup you, you, you ever hear of Lamar Jackson bro like, you're not, you're <laughs> not, <laughs> come on man you're not playing stop it I, I know Joe you know be <laughs> How how great is that to transition into your retirement? You show that you're a magnanimous cat. You're going to bring this kid in. You're going to you know show him what you know and right. you know help him help him ease ease the path for I him. I want to compete. No. Yeah, great. I'm going to whine and bitch, get sent out uh, right. west, and then right. die. Yes, correct. Career death. Career dead, but very rich. He can wipe all his tears with hundred dollar bills. Wow. Yeah, big money. That big, might be enough big, for some. Big, big, big money for Joe Flacco. Which great might, might be enough for some people. Maybe it isn't for him. Who knows? Which makes me think, I, and we've talked about this on the cast a long time ago. But um, all the all the sports stars that went bankrupt. Oh yeah, that broke thirty for thirty is awesome. Yeah, yeah. The Bernie Kosars, the uh, 
uh, who's the Andre Risen? Yeah, and then um, you look at like uh, uh, who am I there? Vince Corey, Young Corey was Ma- on there. Yeah, Vince Young's on there. Corey Maggette. Is it Corey Maggette? I can't keep Kentucky players straight. Yeah, it was Corey. I think it was ninety eight percent sure it was Corey Maggette, but he's like a businessman now. He's got all these different because he was smart with his money. Right. He was on there to show what could happen if you did it right. Yes. You know? And then you have, you know, guys like Vince Young who And Lenny Dykstra. And Lenny Dykstra. And <laughs> just piss their money away on just stupid shit. You see like I know it's fiction, but I'm like ballers, right? Where Yeah. Where Rock is like, Hope you're hope you're leasing that. Don't be buying that. You know, whatever. And he's trying to help these people and they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Well, Vince missing the team plane because he overslept, so he chartered uh, a yeah. plane yeah. for him and his cousin. And apparently, burned the, through the story two, three hundred grand doing that. His favorite hangout was in in Nashville. Was TGI was a TGI Fridays? Apparently, I think that's right. And he would buy drinks like every night. And and not, only, not only that, yeah, not only that, he said that oh, they would make me a special drink. Yeah, it was a kamikaze, bro. Like, <laughs> it was like one of the cheapest drinks. In sure. Like, come on. But they make special drinks for me there. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Sure they do. So uh, a quick hit to the NHL, Jay. Um, yeah. They are talking every day now. So things might be getting close. Huh. Um, there'll be no Do we more... come back with the way the standings were and just run the playoffs that way? The What they're saying is, and this is interesting – because it affects a certain team from a certain town. Starts with a C, ends in, another, in the middle is Hickog. Uh, 2014 tournament, right out of the gate. And it'd be the top 12 from each conference would have oh. a some sort of playoff bracket huh. thing. And now if they go 12, your 12th place team, your Chicago Blackhawks. Didn't <laughs> So uh, that'd be a thing, but we'll see what happens. Um, the first thing they have to do is let the players start training. A lot of the players, and it's just like baseball, but it's even more stretched out for hockey because you're dealing with a lot of different countries here, right? Right. You have Russians, you have Swedes, you have Finns, you have Canadians, Americans, the whole nine yards, right? Did all of those cats go home though? I think so. Or maybe oh. they have homes here. I mean, it could be true too, but right, they're going to go undergo the same thing over. You know that the NBA is going to deal with and MLB is going to deal with. Right. That is, you know, do you play these in games in front of fans? Do you play them all in one spot? There's talk that they're going to play them all in one spot, or pick out a couple arenas around the country to play them at. Um. And have like, you know, Madison three, Square Garden. Three games. I don't think it's gonna be New York, no. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't think so. Uh, you don't like those optics, Joe? No. <laughs> breaking uh breaking NBA news, by the way, to go oh. back to the to the leg. Uh apparently NBA in serious talks to restart the season in Orlando with Disney World as the front runner. Huh. So they're gonna play a bunch of games at Disney World apparently. Then they have they have a gym there. They went at the in front of no one. There is a gym there that holds, I think it's like three thousand people or something like that. My guess is in front of no one, but it's a perfect if you think about it, they have all the hotels, they have sure. all the facilities, they have all the restaurants, they have everything they, they need in one spot. That aren't open, right. Correct. Yeah. And they can play 
fuck, six, seven games a day, probably something like that. Starting at like 10 a.m. ish, you could play six games a day. So that's an interesting. Uh, this is according to Athletic, by the way. No breaking, you know, investigative reporting by me. Right. <laughs> this is off the Athletic. But you know what? I've got to be honest with you. A week ago, didn't you think that hockey and the NBA were were dead? Yes. Right. Yeah. It was like hang it up, come back next season, right. and we'll go again. Right. But you know, I'll be honest. Both those things coming back in playoff mode. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Just a sprint I mean, to the Honestly, finish. you ever have tomatoes on pizza? No, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, NBA is in serious discussions with Disney. This is on The Athletic, by the way, not me. About the property, which has gained clear momentum over cities such as Las Vegas, sources say. It remains unclear when the games would begin, but multiple sources say the prospect of players fully training in mid-June and playing by mid-July has been the most popular and possible scenario discussed. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told the Board of Governors on May 12 that he aims to decide on the the season in two to four weeks and that he wants to wait as long as he can to make a final decision. While the league has explored the possibility of holding games in multiple cities, it appears likely that Orlando would be the sole host. Sources confirm that Houston has also received serious consideration as a host city, but Orlando is on track to win its bid so long as final details regarding testing and hotel use are resolved. For the NBA, Orlando Disney World's controllability as a playing site with private property having the necessary complexes, hotels, and amenities has been the most appealing of all the possibilities all along. Uh, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver informed players on May 8th on a May 8th call that he hopes that the league is able to have daily testing, no stoppage of play if and when a player tests positive, and isolating anyone who does test positive in a quarantine. Silver also told the Board of Governors last week that he does not expect a, quote, medical bubble but an environment which people can re-enter and undergo te- retesting. There you go. Okay, so if I heard what you just said correctly, mm-hmm. um, if somebody shows symptoms or is tested and yep. has it, yep. they're not shutting it down. No. They're just taking that individual cat they're just and putting him in a room. Exactly. Give him the boot. And then keep testing him until he's clean. Right. Yep. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. I, that doesn't, I mean, what are they, what's, what's the figure everybody's going with now? One to 3.8, one to 3.85. In terms of infection? Yeah. Like yeah. one per, like one person can infect four people. I think it's like a three, but yeah, somewhere I yeah. Think it's closer to three, but yeah. Yeah. In, in closed quarters playing like they do. I mean, well, the bigger question is, are they touching microphones or not? <laughs> I was that's, just thinking of him. That's the, I was just thinking, you know what? Don't let Rudy, him back in the country. No, Rudy Gobert is done. Yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah. Get out of here. Right? Idiot. Um, is he from Canada? Rudy Gobert? Yeah, or is he from France? That's a great question. My guess is he's from France. Yeah. Um, but if there was only some sort of website. Oh, there was only could, a machine. There was only some sort of something. Yeah, and if my iPad hadn't have died, I'd, or I mean, Tom would have uh, given you. A, Come on, Tom. Seriously, dude. Man, you had one job. Just a little help. Let me find him. Hold on. Let me, there, Rudy Gobert. He is from France. Okay. Um, and another part that they bring up in the article is that uh, see if you know off the top of your head who's the league's main media partner with the NBA. Uh, I would say TNT. No. Okay. Um, one more shot. Yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. 
They have games uh, on two of their networks two or three times a week. Oh, yeah. Okay. ESPN. Yeah, and, and ABC. ABC. Both yeah, owned sorry. by? Disney, yeah. I, I'm sorry I blanked that's on that. Right. That's right. I but just, I mean, I, I think of Ernie and Shaq and Charles sure. and Kenny. Yeah. And, I mean, T, I'm not saying the TNT coverage isn't great because it is. But. No, 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 but you're right. Yeah. They've got a big stake. Correct. I mean, the, the, some of these games are going to have to be on TNT. They have a contract. So I mean, and to be fair to Disney, to be fair. Um, they have that like ESPN facility down there. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's like a pro baseball, it's pro <coughs> yep. softball, yep. basketball. They have a yeah. college basketball tournament there every year. Yeah. So they have a they have a gym that has production facilities and everything else. Like it makes perfect sense for them to do this. And really, I mean, at least until there's a vaccine, right? Um, they need to play in a in a TV studio. Yeah, I mean the the everybody does the the arena that they have down there is pretty small anyway. Yeah, so I can't imagine they're going to let fans in. Right, like it's it it it's like a small high, small college gym. Like it's even smaller than that. It's not very big. It's more like a high school gym. But it looks great on TV. I'll say that for free. And you know, like I said, they have all the facilities and everything else. By the way, one other basketball note. Um, that happened this week, Jason. Uh, poor one out for the big three. <laughs> the uh, big three not playing in 2020, but Cube can't wait for 2020. I was just going to say, what, what's Cube going to do? Correct. Correct. I guess he can write another Friday. That's right. And tweet about my company. That'd be fun. Because <laughs> he did that. <laughs> did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it wasn't our fault at all. It was his fault, but whatever. Well. They were big three's fault, not our fault. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you remind everybody uh just a couple of people from those those squads? Big three. For the folks that weren't yeah, for the folks that oh. weren't like glued well, let's uh to the action. Let's take a look and see. Actually, <laughs> okay. I don't know off the top of my head. The names were just so good. They were they were great. So let's let's uh, see if the big three has any now here we go. Yeah, they got some rosters up here. So for example, the Killer Threes. Okay. So we got Josh Powell, uh, Franklin Session, Dante Green, C.J. Watson. Here's something I didn't know. Eddie Curry was on this team. Oh. Coached by Charles Oakley. Yes. I think I remember that. So, I mean, it's like, you know, like here's the three-headed monsters. So it's Rashard Lewis, Reggie Evans, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, coached by Gary Payton. <laughs> it's like that level of... Uh, right, yeah, of spectacle. Right, so here's uh, here's Three's Company. Is the name of the it's Glenn Big Baby Davis on one of these teams. He was. I don't know if he okay. is. Um, because there's no players link. It's just you have to go to the teams and drill. Oh, down. I got yeah, yeah. It kind of sucks, but I believe he once was. Yes. Um, Brian Scalabrini's in this league. Josh Childress, mm-hmm. Deshaun Stevenson, like that level of player, like Washington. Sure. Old, <laughs> slow, fat, bad. Yeah, it really made for for just compelling. It compelling is compelling basketball. Hey, and I say when that, you can't have the Gus Macker, R.I.P. Right. That's right. Might as well have the big three. Yeah, that's right. So the big three is uh, is Dunzo. Yeah. Um. Gosh, there was one thing. And God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I think I didn't take my ADD medicine today. Um. So. 
this goes back to a conversation we had a long time ago too mm-hmm. about players that we hated at the time. We yes. absolutely could not stand. Yeah. But then later have grown to like quite a bit. Right. Um, I think Rodman might have been my number one. Yeah, for sure. Um, Probert was but, up there for me. Yeah, yeah. Probert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you another one uh, for me, Reggie Miller, man. Yeah, he's, Reggie he's, Miller not in the NBA is awesome. Yes. I mean, once he and Dan Patrick were doing stuff on the radio, what, 10, 15 years ago, I really started liking that guy. I mean, at first I would hear his name and go, oh, my God, fuck this. No one wants to hear what he has to say. Exactly. And then later I'm like, he's really funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ex- I know. Yeah. So, I mean, and even in the in the Last Dance doc, I found myself kind of going, you know what? You're an asshole, but all right. You, you didn't give in and you gave it your best. And I think and- if one thing showed – uh, in the documentary, Jay, if we can take one thing home, yes, from everything about that document to go full, full circle on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas still a bag. Oh, still a bag. Eat the oh whole bag, there, Isaiah. The entire bag. The whole bag. I, Jordan's saying he's like, yeah, you can show me what he said, but I'll tell you this. You know, he's had time to think about it, and he's had public opinion rain down on him and everything. But I, I know what happened, and he's a bag. And this is what it was. He's a bag. Isaiah's such a bag. I mean, I don't, I don't deny that the Celtics did the same thing to them, right? But right, it still doesn't make it right. No, absolutely not. Um, real quick, any? Uh, would you like any uh, internet things, Jay? Do you have anything to to drop on? Oh my God! Um, I'll, I I will give you a thirty thousand foot view. Okay. Um. Right around this, when this whole thing hit, um, my wife and I started getting into uh, British procedurals. Yes. Um, and if you're unaware, that is basically like a British law and order type show. Right. Um, so I subscribe to Acorn and BritBox now just so we can right. consume as much as possible. Correct. And like we, you know, we'll binge an entire season in two days Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay what's the next one right you know you're just constantly looking and then like you're hoping that there's more than one series you're hoping that you know oh yeah they did three years of this before we we knew about it so awesome we've got 24 episodes right but yeah that's been our uh that's been our demo uh mine sorry coach uh it's from the wrestling world yeah they the network put up it's a three-parter the first two have already aired "Quote unquote" aired. The third one will be on Sunday. It is a documentary uh, about the Undertaker, about Ooh. his last. It starts with WrestleMania 33, when he lost to Brock, and that's the that's the first time he ever or, lost in WrestleMania 33. Yeah, when the streak up 33. Um, things from that those two episodes have that have come up. One, he does not remember the match with Brock. Wow, he does not remember it. The last thing he remembers from that day is around 3.30 in the afternoon talking to Vince. Wow. That's the last thing he remembers. Maybe at the Doma. Then they show him um, against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Was it two years later, three years later? And he's he looks like he's 90. Oh. Like backstage walking, he's limping. He, he had to go in and get shots in his knee and his hip so that he could actually wrestle the match. 
and there was a spot at the end that it was supposed to be a reversal. Roman was going to win anyway, but it was going to be a reversal of the tombstone. So like Taker would pick him up and then they're supposed to be a reversal. Undertaker couldn't push off his legs to give enough leverage for him, for Roman to get him in a tombstone. And he was watching the match and you can just see on his face the, I can't believe that I actually wrestled this match. Wow. He remembers the match. Like It's not like he, he vividly remembers the match because he's like, I can't go out like that. Like, there's no way I'm going out like that. That's now, not, not going to be my last match. Now, was it like Jake the Snake where it was like drug and no. alcohol induced or it was so many like CTE? It's, it's, I don't think it was CTE. It, it was just his his legs were so bad, his knee and his hip. No, 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 no. But when you were talking about him not remembering the match oh, well, or was, not knowing what happened yeah. from 2.30 on, right? what was that? That was, He got concussed in the match. Oh. He got concussed during the Brock match. Okay. Uh, and he doesn't remember. He, he, he's watched the – he says, I watched it back. I don't remember when I got concussed. Like I, I can't see on screen where I would have gotten concussed. Wow. Um, but clearly he was like, if you saw the look on his eyes, he was gone. He wasn't right right there. So what he, what happens is three, three months after the match against Roman where he fucked up and and was just so disappointed in himself, he, uh, has hip replacement surgery. Like they put a, a, a titanium ball in his hip. Eight hours after the surgery, he's walking and he's like, it doesn't even hurt. Like this is nothing compared to the pain I had before. It's not wow. even So then they show him going to meet Vince, you know, about having a match for WrestleMania, and he starts training and he sends uh he sends Vince a video and he goes, I may not be as good as I once was, but one time I'm as good as I've ever been. I'll okay. see, you, see you at WrestleMania. And he looked amazing. You realize that's like a Toby Keith song. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay. But, I mean, he's like, I'm in. Like he feel, he was working out. He, his cardio was great. And he had, a, he had a match. I forgot, damn, I wish I could remember who it was that he wrestled. It wasn't the last one against AJ Styles. Anyway, but he has a match, and it, he looked great. He felt great after the match. They kept it short. So, that, oh, I'm, it was Cena. It was John Cena. Um. It, and he was like, I felt great. They had like a 10-minute match, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it was perfect. Like my cardio was there. My health was there. I can now, if I want to retire, I feel like I can. Like I, I went out on a high note. If this is my last match, I'm good with it. Because he wasn't good with it before. Right. Like his pride just wouldn't let him quit. Um, But he has wrestled since and has looked fine. So as long as it's in short spurts, he can, he can go, but eventually he's going to have to hang it up. Sure. But this, this documentary is ridiculous. It's so good. It's really, really good. So if you have, if you uh, have access to the network, I highly recommend it. It's very good. But you see him, the difference between the WrestleMania with Roman and the WrestleMania with Cena is night and day. Hmm. Like it's crazy how different he looks. He just looks decrepit in the one, and then the other one, right. he's, he's old, but he's moving fine. He's not limping. 
Now Hogan went through periods like that. Well, Hogan went through two hip replacements. Right. But then his finisher wasn't the greatest for his hip. He did the leg drop. True. All his weight, 300 pounds plus every night landing on his hip. Probably, mm. not, probably not great. Nah. No, probably not. Clock on the wall, Jason. Looking at my Gucci. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason's at J the Letter. Oh, the letter. Sleet Shirley. Uh, we're on Facebook, www.facebook.com. So it's that pod. You can email us, joe at it's that podcast.com or jason at it's that podcast.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play it's that podcast through the play now. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't cost nothing. Yeah, man. And I know you've already done it, so tell a friend to do it. That's right. We know, we know you've done it. Yeah. P- pass the word. Pass the word. Breaking news, Jay, on my Twitter Uh-oh. before we wrap this thing up 100%. Yeah. Uh, Pritzker said he's worked with the Illinois Restaurant Association to allow limited outdoor dining at states, bars, and restaurants May 29th. Okay. So there you go. But nobody inside yet? <sighs> nope. So outdoor dining only? Yes. Okay. Correct. And I don't know, here at Babes, they have that carport. It's an old carport they converted into a... Uh, outdoor dining area okay i don't know if that's going to qualify or not but we'll see hey people around you don't care anyway that's right no they don't care they're, they're rules drunk. don't apply to them no that's right they're drunk yeah so anyway uh we want to take us to listen to this episode is that podcast the back and the twins and the cardinals and the, God, the cardinals just and the twins <laughs> i hate them so much <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.